Hi there, I'm Cass Stoffel and you are listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed. I believe that marketing and growing a business is easy and I am here to show you the simple steps. We'll cover everything from marketing channels and crafting compelling content to designing irresistible offers and nailing your pricing. Plus, we'll delve into the mindset and strategies you need to elevate your business and have expert interviews with entrepreneurs who are leading the way. I'll share the kind of knowledge that transforms businesses from invisible to unstoppable. So my friend, are you ready to get started? Let's empower your marketing. Welcome. I'm Cass Duffield. Thanks for joining me today. Today, we are going to dive into something that's really fun. We are going to talk about planning your best year ever. I know that you have big goals, you have big dreams, and that you are ready to see results for all of that hard work. So today, we are going to talk about how you can make that happen. It is about putting a simple plan in place that's going to take you from where you are now to where you want to be so you can finally hit those goals in 2024. I don't want next year to be another year where you tread water in your business. I don't want it to be another year where you have huge goals and revenue targets that you just don't hit. So my goal today is to leave you with some actionable points that you can take to go and create a plan that's going to get you on the right track for 2024. Now, this is on the back of a free challenge that we finished in the Soul Aligned Entrepreneurs Hub last week, which is our Facebook group. We ran Panic to Planned 2024. And there were some amazing eye-opening moments within that challenge, some beautiful feedback and some amazing learnings were had. So I wanted to share that with you on this podcast today so that you can also go and make a plan that's going to start to realize your dreams in 2024. Let's start by talking about a plan. A plan is not scary. A plan is not going to hold you back or make you less flexible. A plan is actually your business roadmap. It's a plan from where you are right now to where you want to be. It's a plan that's going to step you through those actions to make your dreams a reality. It is time, my friends, to stop wishing for success and time to start planning for it. And at the end of today's episode, you will know exactly how to do that. I have a simple four-step process that I use to help my clients plan out what they want to achieve in their business in the new year. First of all, we dream big. Next, we set the vision. Next, we look at the pillars of business success and work out what gaps we need to fill to be able to move forward. Then we put together an activation timeline where we're breaking down goals into smaller action steps that makes them really achievable and so easy to do. We also talk about taking consistent action and overcoming hurdles. The hurdles for most of my clients are in the realm of mindset. So we are going to talk about those main mindset blocks here today. As heart-centered entrepreneurs, I know that you are fueled with passion. You have a deep-seated desire to help people. You are all amazing, creative souls, and I know that you know how to dream big dreams. The first step is to let your creativity go wild. I want you to dream the super huge dreams and work out what you really want to create for your business and for your life. It's only by dreaming big that you can start to craft a plan 
to make those things your reality. But when you're thinking about dreaming those big dreams, what is it that you would like to achieve? Think about your business. What is the impact that you would like to make? How many people do you want to help? Do you have revenue goals? What are your revenue targets? How can you meet those? What are you going to actually offer your ideal clients? What are your career aspirations? What about more than your business? What about your personal goals? What about your health? What about your relationship? What about hobbies? What about the dreams you have for your family? Do you plan to have an amazing overseas holiday this year or are you going to take a driving trip around the country? I want you to start designing your wildly successful life. Life doesn't happen by accident. Life happens by design and the design comes down to you. So I want you to take that first step and that first step is think about the big goals. What are those big things that you want to achieve in your business, in your life, in your family, in your hobbies, in your relationships in 2024? This is a time for you to get out a piece of paper and write those down. I don't want you to assess them. I don't want you to think that they're too big or too scary or too hard. I just want you to write them down, put them on paper. The first step is acknowledging them. And that's what I want you to do first. A great way to start making these big dreams become something more real is to get a little bit creative. Can you write them in a journal? Can you write them on a whiteboard where you see them every day? Maybe you like to get a little bit more creative and you can create a vision board, be it an actual vision board or be it a virtual one in Canva or another platform. So the first step here is to get creative and try to see these dreams coming to life. These dreams, these goals are going to become something that you follow on the daily basis in 2024. The key is to know what they are and see them in front of your eyes. The next step in creating a plan to make these become real for you is what I call set the vision. It is to move you away from hoping and wishing for success and into planning for it. And in the planning, I want you to start to take small steps every day to activate this in your life in 2024. I want you to write them down every single day. I want you to write them in a journal. I want you to see them on your desktop screensaver. Whatever works for you, I want them to be front and center in your life in 2024. The next step in setting this vision is digging deep and thinking honestly what your ideal working life really, truly looks like. As much as you got into this business to help people, and we do love to help, we're healers, we're helpers, we're heart-centered entrepreneurs, but in practice, a one-to-one practice where you see clients day in, day out, five days, six days a week, gets very exhausting and over time can perhaps not be as fulfilling as you thought it would be. In all the years that I've done this work, I have never found a practitioner or a coach or a therapist whose goal was to work one-on-one, client after client, five or six days a week. Everyone I've worked with has an idea of their work-life balance, and that idea involves freedom. It involves choice. So you only create that in your life if you start to set that vision. So my question for you is to pull out that notebook again. What does your ideal work week look like? You need to be able to know what that is 
so you can make it happen. If it is back-to-back clients five days or six days a week, that is fantastic. Write that down. But if that's not what your ideal work week looks like, well, what is it? Is it working with clients one-to-one, two or three days a week and maybe teaching a couple of days a week? Is it adding in recurring revenue, perhaps programs or group programs that will bring you in more clients so you have to work a little less? Is it working from home or working online so you can be available for the family or your children? Think about your work life, think about your business and what would suit you because this is your business. You started a business so you would have choice and so you would have freedom. What I don't want for you is to accidentally create a business that really is just making you an employee in your own business where you're working nine to five, client to client, just like you would for somebody else. So have a really good think about what that means for you. Within this plan of what your ideal work week would look like, I want you to consider self-care. As healers and helpers, our buckets get empty quickly. We are giving and we are giving all the time. So you need to put time into your diary to fill your own cup, whether that is taking yourself for a walk on the beach. Perhaps you go to a cafe for coffee with a journal and a book. Maybe you need to have a massage. Perhaps you need to prioritize health appointments. What do you need to do? to maintain your self-care so you can keep showing up and taking care of others. Within this week as well, I want you to think about admin and marketing and personal development. Because if your week is full of one-to-one clients, when will you schedule your marketing? When will you do your bookkeeping? When will you start to work on all of those courses that I know you've bought and you haven't started yet? I'd love to see those scheduled into your weekly business diary. So what I'd like you to do on your page is write down Monday through Friday and I'd love for you to write down exactly what goes into each day of that week. Perhaps you have Mondays off because my friend you deserve a three-day weekend. Perhaps Tuesday you see clients one-to-one. Perhaps Wednesday you do your group coaching and your program. Maybe Thursday is your day for admin marketing and a little bit of self-care. Whatever your week looks like, start to jot that down. The key to writing these things down and building it out into your week is because then you make it happen. If you are going through your week waiting for a free block of time to do your marketing, it won't happen. If you are waiting for a free hour of time to do your admin or your bookkeeping, again, my friend, it will not happen. You need to block it in and go and do it. Now, the next section is all about understanding where your business sits. At this point in time, what is your business in need of? And to do that, I bring you back to something that I call my three pillars of success. You might have heard me talk about this in two different ways. I call them the three pillars of practice success, but they are honestly the three pillars of business success. It's well, Whether you're helping clients on a one-to-one basis or whether you offer different products and services. For anyone working in a service-based business, my three pillars of success are going to help you align your business, fill gaps and move forward. I like to assess a business and I look at it as a three-legged stool. Imagine in your mind for a second a stool with three legs. You know that it needs all three legs to stand up. If one of those legs is missing or isn't as strong, that stool will fall over. 
And that is what my three pillars of practice and business success are based on. And I want you to use these to assess your business and to make a plan to strengthen your business foundations. The three pillars of success in business are marketing, monetization, and mindset. And there's a number of different areas within each of these. And when I work with my clients one-on-one, we delve into this very, very deeply to work out where we need to strengthen their business. But for you starting on this journey today, we're going to have a broad look at each of these three areas so you can see a snapshot of where you need to start working. Each of these pillars, marketing, monetization, and mindset, they each have an equal level of importance in your business. None is more important than the other. But without one, your business will not be solid, it will not have longevity, and it will not be scalable, it won't grow. So let's dive into these. Under marketing, I want you to consider your ideal client, your niche, your marketing messages, and having a marketing plan. Those four simple things will give you the foundation to get your marketing right. You need to know your ideal client. Who are these people? You need to be very clear on your niche. Who is it that you serve and how do you help? Your messages in your marketing, are they right? Are you pointing out the desires and the transformation that you offer? And having a plan. And not just having a plan, actually executing a plan because the key to getting marketing results is being consistent. So putting together a plan that suits you, that suits your life, that is achievable and executing it reliably. The second pillar is monetization. And I know as healers and helpers, we often don't like those words that relate to money. But the fact of the matter is you are in business. So your ultimate aim is to make an income. So we need to stop shying away from this term about money. But when it comes to monetization, there are four areas I want you to consider with your business. One is your business model. The second is your offers. The third is systems. And the fourth is scale and the ability to scale. Starting with the business model, you need to assess the business that you have now and the type of business model that you are running. Is all you're offering one-to-one services? And if that is so, how does that fit in to what you want for your life? If you want a life of freedom, if you want a life where you're not tied to a business every day, then perhaps you need to expand beyond that one-to-one model. So think about the elements that can go into your business model to create the life and the lifestyle that you really want. Under offers, you need to consider the offers that you're making, whether it's one-to-one services, whether it's packages, it could be programs, it could be a group hybrid hybrid offer, it could be a group hybrid offer, it could be a digital download, it could be a DIY or self-paced program. There are so many different offers that you could make, but your offer needs to suit your ideal client. The best marketing cannot save a bad offer. So you need to make sure what you're offering is what your ideal client wants, not what you want to offer. And sometimes we can get so passionate about the ideas that we have that we can forge forward with it, even though it's not exactly right for our ideal client. Then the other two elements there are as you start to grow, the first one being systems and the second being scale. 
if you want to grow and start to leverage your expertise with some of these online programs, digital downloads, these other recurring revenue streams, you will need systems to back that up. Even as far as your marketing goes, you will need systems in the very beginning to be able to build your email marketing. So have a look at the systems that you've got. Are they the right systems for you? And then think about scaling. If you are in a one-to-one business model where all you offer is one-to-one consults, which is perfectly fine, some people love that. But to scale that business requires duplicating you, i.e. bringing on other practitioners, other therapists, other coaches to see more clients in the same way that you do. So think about how you can scale and grow this business over time. The final pillar of success in my success model is mindset. You've heard me say before that I don't believe you can create success by just thinking happy thoughts, and that is absolutely true. You also have to do the things and take the action to make those things become real. But there are some really important factors when it comes to mindset that will be the difference between you having a successful business and not being in business in a few years' time. The first one is having a CEO mindset. This is something that I learned very early on from all of my years in corporate marketing and business strategy. You need to think like a CEO of your business. As entrepreneurs, you need to be able to step away emotionally when you're making business decisions and look at your business practically. Are the offers that you're making making money? Are the systems that you're using the right systems? Are you building a business that has longevity? Will it grow? Is it scalable? You need to look at it from a perspective that isn't you heart and soul in the business because you cannot make the right decisions from that perspective. The second element of mindset is having a growth mindset. If you want a business that will grow and achieve more over time, you need to have a growth mindset. If you have a very tight mindset that is very limited, you will stop yourself seeing opportunities and seizing them when they come your way. The third element of mindset is passion. And this can be really tricky for us. As heart-centered entrepreneurs, we often get into our business because we want to help. We're driven by the heart. We're driven by the passion. But when we come into the business, we then start to try and analyze the things that we're considering, the offers that we're putting out there. And we might end up picking offers that we think could be more lucrative, but that we're less passionate about. You need to be passionate about what you're offering because you're going to be offering it again and again and again. And the final aspect of mindset, and this is one that so many soulful entrepreneurs struggle with, it's actually taking action. Instead of being frozen in confusion, overwhelm, or fear, we need to just take action. It's all about taking that next right step. If something goes wrong and it fails, My friend, you're no further back than you were before. So just take the step, take the action, have a go. It's only by trying that you will learn and it's only by doing that you'll find the right path. So that's my three pillars of business and practice success, marketing, mindset, and monetization. And I want you to have a a think about those for your business. What does your business need to work on? Do you need to work on perhaps your marketing and having a marketing plan? Is it monetization? Do you need to build out your office suite? Or is it your mindset? 
Are you being held back? A few questions for you here, just to get the wheels turning and make sure you write these in your notebook. As far as marketing goes, are you clear on your ideal client? Yes or no? Do you have clarity, complete clarity on what your niche is? Yes or no? Do you have a content marketing plan? And do you execute your marketing plan consistently? Yes or no? Now, four questions for you on monetization. Do you have a clear business model? Are you very clear on your offers and your pricing? Do you have the right systems in your business for lead generation and sales? And is the business model you're running scalable over the long term? Then on mindset, four simple questions for you to think about here. Do you act and think like the CEO of your business? Do you have a growth mindset? Are you passionate about your business? Are you positive and aligned with it? And are you able to be an action taker in your business? Any of those questions that you've answered no to are areas that you should start working on to build a stronger foundation in your business. While we're talking mindset, I'd like to come back to those mindset blocks that are very common. As heart-led entrepreneurs, soulful entrepreneurs, we can find it really difficult to do some of this work and to give ourselves the permission to create the life and the income that we truly deserve. There is something about being a healer and helper that makes us feel like we don't deserve to get paid well for what we do. But my friend, let me remind you that you serve, you deserve. It is absolutely true. This is your life and this is your business and you can create whatever life and business that you choose. The second block that is very, very common in our industry is feeling like a fraud. Often it's called imposter syndrome. I want to remind you here that you have a qualification with your name plastered all over it. Whatever your modality is, whatever you're practicing, whether you're a therapist, a coach, a naturopath, a nutritionist, a herbalist, a homeopath, PT, who else is listening to us? We've got massage therapists, a whole gamut of different people, different professionals. You all have relevant qualifications in your field and they have your name in great big letters. That puts you ahead of the game from the beginning. Anybody who walks in your door for help, you are already ahead of them in knowledge because of that piece of paper. And you know what? Those aren't given out lightly. You've had to work hard for that, but you earned it. You really do know enough to help your clients. I want you to start being proud and confident. If you need to get those qualifications and put them in frames on the wall in front of you so that you see them every day, please do that because you have amazing skills and you have amazing learnings and I would love for you to start standing behind those with confidence. The fourth element of putting together a strategy that will give you your best year yet in 2024 is creating an activation timeline. The difference between those people who create the business that they dream of and those that don't is a plan. You need to be able to create a plan from those big dreams and actually activate it so you can achieve them. It will be the difference between hitting the targets that you set and seeing results or letting yet another year go by just wishing for some success. 
So let's talk about how you can create an activation timeline that will start hitting your goals in 2024. Now, going back to the dreams, those big dreams you dreamt when we started this conversation and that you wrote in your notebook, what were they? I want you to go back to those and pick the top three. What were the top three that you want to hit next year in 2024? I want you to write those down. Number them goal number one, goal number two, and goal number three. Because from this, you are going to create an activation timeline. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So you need to create a timeline of action that gives you a pathway to follow so you can move out of feeling overwhelmed by your goals and instead move into simple, effective, step-by-step action. I want you to write on your piece of paper goal number one, and I want you to put a date next to that. What date do you want that goal to become real? Is it a goal for your yearly revenue? If so, the date's going to be the 31st of December, 2024. Is it a goal to have a family holiday? If that is, then put the date you want to have that holiday. Next, I want you to write down what is it going to take for that goal to become real? What is it going to need? If it is a revenue goal, how many clients do you need to see to make that happen? Work out based on that revenue goal, how many clients a year that is, and then break that down into a monthly goal. How many is that? And work out how you can achieve that. How are you going to get those new clients in the door? Are you going to be on social media channels? Will you add a blog? Will you start podcasting, maybe YouTube? Will you use paid ads? Writing down the key steps that you can use to activate that goal is the key to making it happen. I want you to take this step with every goal. Write down the goal, write down the date to complete it, and write down the steps that it will take to make it happen. Do that for all three goals, and then you have a really clear path to follow to make those your reality in 2024. Now, the key is, friends, once you have that, is to not stick it in a drawer and forget about it. The key is to take consistent action every day to make that happen. The key here is that your plans and your dreams will only become your reality when you start to take simple strategic action. And that's what today's podcast has been all about, helping you take that action. I hope that's been really helpful for you. And I'd love to see you on the next session of Soulful Marketing Unleashed. Thanks for listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed with me, Cass Duffhill. If you would like to get a hold of my free guide to content that connects, go to cassdonfield.com backslash connect and let's get you creating marketing that works. Thanks for being here. See you on the next episode.